0: LinkedIn live just came out. It came out recently. I knew
1: you were going to mention it. Yeah.
0: Cause I knew you would take it if I don't take it. So LinkedIn live <laughs> guys, check it out. There's a bunch of different tools you can use. We, we use restream.io. You can use Wirecast as well. Um, Wirecast just, isn't working
1: with live right now. Please. Oh,
0: okay. Forget it. So you can use restream.io. It be fixed
1: fix the time. This episode comes out, but I was on an email thread about that, right? Like literally this afternoon.
0: Got it. So when Neil and I see each other in person, we do actually go live on LinkedIn and engagement's not bad. I mean, I'm not going to say it's the most amazing in the world, but you know, people are actually commenting and people are actually watching. And I do think, you know, just LinkedIn overall right now, uh, this will kind of go into one of the other tips Neil might share. I just think the, the the organic reach is probably one of the better ones out of the major platforms right now.
1: Tip number two, make sure you're publishing content on LinkedIn You know, a lot of people, including me, like I'm putting videos on LinkedIn. That works really well. I'm pushing out blog article links. That works well. But here's the thing that I found that works really well on LinkedIn that not too many people are doing. Because, like with videos, you're just repurposing your content, right? Whether it's from YouTube or Facebook, in most cases, you're just putting the same video as long as it's under 10 minutes. But what you really want to start doing is writing text based content. And I found that the text based content works extremely well because you're giving LinkedIn their own type of text-based content that they can get more traffic for, rank for, all the other good stuff too, right? So don't just post content to your website. Start posting content on LinkedIn. It'll really boost your engagement. And what you'll find is your numbers and your reach will increase. You'll get more people starting to follow you. So that way, when you want to market your business, push out stuff on your website, you'll still get the traffic to your site and that works well. But when you post out links to your site, you don't grow your LinkedIn reach, your following as quickly as you would when you're posting literally just blog articles on LinkedIn. And if mm-hmm. you're too lazy to write them, take the ones from your blog, just straight up copy and then paste them into LinkedIn, post them and boom, you're off and running.
0: All right. Number three, when you're actually posting to LinkedIn, don't forget, I mean, use the tags, the tags, you know, if you're, if Neil's posting a blog post, for example, you might tag digital marketing hashtag digital marketing. Actually, interestingly enough. I was tagging something on LinkedIn this morning and I I tagged digital marketing and Neil Patel was actually one of the tags. So that is, uh, I guess, kudos to you, Neil. Awesome.
1: Awesome. I did not know that. Uh, I don't think I've ever tagged myself on LinkedIn, but uh, another tip, number four. So here's the thing with LinkedIn, and I've been testing this out recently. It's an amazing place to build channel partners. So if you think about a lot of your followings, and we looked at a lot of the followings for a lot of the other people we know and some of our clients, we noticed that, A lot of the people who have followers, they're very similar and they're in the same space as you. So, you know, in marketing, sure, you want traffic, but another way to get traffic is just to partner with other people in your industry. And this works extremely well. Like, for example, I posted on LinkedIn that we're looking for partners, got a ton of replies. And you're probably thinking, oh, Neil, you already have a big following and a big base. So, what works for you won't work for others. I had one of my colleagues also post on their profile. They didn't get as much inbound inquiries as I did, but they don't have a ton of connections. They don't use LinkedIn that often, but they did get eight inquiries about partnerships just because of their posts and they weren't using my name. They were just saying, Hey, we're looking for partners and X, Y, and Z space. Let me know if you're interested. And again, he didn't use my name in there and he still got a decent amount of inquiries. And that's a great way because if you partner with them, they can promote you, you can promote them. It can be a win-win situation.
0: Number five, This kind of ties in with uh, it could be for channel partners, it could be for recruiting. And so what I did, actually, this is also recently too, is say, let's, let's say I want to hire a a marketer, you know, who are the best marketers that you know, go ahead and tag them in here, right? And what I do first is I would tag a couple people. So I might tag Neil, I might tag some other people that are active in LinkedIn. And what happens is they, you know, some of these people are my friends who I talk to a lot. What happens is, they will start tagging people and those people will start tagging other people. And then, you know, more and more people start to see it because these people are actually commenting. So it starts to, the algorithm sees that you're getting a lot of comments on it. So it starts, it's going to start to show more. So it starts to create this, this feeding frenzy. So you can use it for, to Neil's point, if you don't have a big following or whatever, you can tag a couple people that, you know, that are, you know, happen to be good at channel partnerships or, you know, people that are good at a very specific skill. And then, um, you just start to see it go and go and go. I remember a recent one that I did maybe got like 60 or 80 comments or so, which is not bad. For we're just throwing a post up
1: there. Here's <laughs> another hack, and this would be number six. So one thing that I learned from a guy named Aaron Aegis. Uh, he's a marketer based out of Australia. And Aaron does well. He doesn't have, you know, as big of a name as let's say Eric or I, but it, it, it's growing. And he did something really interesting in the past and it caused this article to go viral. It was on personal branding. He ended up guest posting it on my site it ended up going viral. And what he did was he went out to all his contacts on LinkedIn, messaged them and asked them to share the posts on their LinkedIn profile. And he just made it really simple. He linked them to it. That one little thing made content go viral. It requires a little bit of work. It still works today, but everyone goes to the extent of they post stuff on LinkedIn and that's it. They may try to tell people, you know, within their network here and there, like through a quick message through Skype or emails, being like, hey, by the way, can you share this? But what they're not doing is going on LinkedIn, looking for all the people who are popular. You don't have to go after all of them, just go after the most popular ones who are connected to you and ask them to share the content or leave a comment or like it. And that itself will start making your content go viral and your traffic will start exploding.
0: Yeah, that works really well. I mean, I don't know if this happens to you, Neil, but I have a lot of friends that will like text me um, sometimes it would be like a group iMessage text, and then they will just kind of share the link and everyone just kind of, you know, helps and upvotes it. And, you know, the good news is, I don't know if LinkedIn's algorithm is smart enough. Hopefully it is. But, um, you know, all these people are coming from different IP addresses. They're not like from one office, right? I know sometimes in my office, I, sometimes we ask to help promote and everyone up, upvotes from the same IP address. I think that's pretty easy to detect. So you might as well not do that. If you are going to do it all from the same office, tell everyone to come off of the Wi-Fi. All right. So number seven, number seven is this. I use LinkedIn recruiter, not use LinkedIn recruiter. You can just message people, but you know, to get in conversations for people like a sales conversation or even customer development, it's really, I mean, that's the place you can go to do it because my response rates, sometimes my response rates can be as high as 20 to 25%, which is, you know, in from a sales Outreach perspective, if you can sometimes get a response rate of 10%, whether it's positive or negative, that's considered good, right? But I'm telling you, like on LinkedIn, I'm getting, you know, 20, 25% response rates at times because, you know, people are really engaged on there. So that is it for today, but don't forget, go ahead.
1: But Here's the thing, right? Even though that's it for today, if you guys are looking to prepare for 2020, it's not just about LinkedIn. There's other channels, SEO, pay-per-click, everything is starting to change for 2020. Eric and I will have more podcast episodes coming up that'll help you prepare for 2020. But if you also want to get some help in person, check out marketingschool.io slash live, where we're going to go over some crazy stuff that's going to be changing in 2020 and it's going to help you be prepared. So make sure you go to marketingschool.io slash live, fill in your details, and we'll be in touch soon.